And welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski. And please welcome our guests. Who do we have, Charlie? Today, uh, we've got a very special episode. It's the first annual Gobeski Wallace Report Summit. We've got some of the great minds of, I'd say, the world, probably, here with us today. And they agree to be on our show. First, I'd like to introduce philanthropist, influencer, overall human being. We've got James Dennis Derillo, also known as Master Beast. Welcome. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Great to be here. I influence people and I give people money and I heal select children all over the world from their cancer, but only certain ones. Uh, Also, we've got one of the world's richest men, a guru of uh, investment sort of person you have to look to if you want to want to make the right decisions in the stock market we've got warren buffet hey i'm warren buffet i'm old that's the thing i do i (laughs) (laughs) we've also got uh our third and final guest he is always looking to the stars he has been to the moon he's been he's planning on going to mars and uh any other plans he can get to by the end of his life? We've got astronaut and space explorer Hans Niederschmidt. Why? Thanks for uh, for having me. I I do plan to get to all those uh, places by the end of my life um, because I do not plan on having one. And uh, as a as a fourth panelist, we've got. You said there were three and final. What do you mean there's a fourth panelist? <laughs> well, I sorry, I, I was thinking back. This. Surprise, fourth panelist. <laughs> I agreed to this under the belief there would be only three guest panelists this is a gotcha show isn't it it really is (laughs) (laughs) this this is your life and we've got our fourth panelist i met him this morning outside we talked about the weather and uh he's got a lot to say on the subject uh this is billy that's all i know so far but he seems to know a lot about the weather and how it's changing Oh yeah, yeah. The days are getting shorter, man. It's uh it's the the solar cycles, you know? And nothing you can do about that. Nope. Ain't nothing a man can do about that. And uh co moderating with me today, it is the Gobeski Wallace report. So we've got a Gobeski. We've got Doug. That's me filling in. What, so I'm just getting cut out of this? Well Doug's got the hot takes, you know? <laughs> so yeah, let's uh let's just go to the first question. So the earth is heating up. We we need to move beyond it. Or do we? Let's start out with Master Beast. What do you think? Is our planet doomed? Look, man, I don't know. I just, I make videos. I try to make people happy. I try to heal only deserving children of, of sickness and give a select few their sight back. I don't know, man. Does that mean we're doomed? Who can say? <laughs> well, some of us for sure certainly are doomed. I think if, you all are doomed. If we are doomed, that means I won't be able to enjoy your line of delicious treats anymore. I mean, that is true. You can get Master Beast's uh, special line of gummy-flavored candies. Um, we call them meatables because <laughs> they are meat-flavored jelly candies. Uh, we just introduced veal recently to to the lineup alongside you know the classics of bacon ground beef and tripe you ever had tripe i have not but i have had tripe flavored meatables (laughs) (laughs) wait how'd you get how'd you know if they got the oh oh gosh that was cut that 
No, gotta keep it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but Realism. the gorge rose in my throat from the thought of that. <laughs> how do you know that they? How do you know that they got the flavor of the tripe just right? If you haven't uh, had real tripe, I have people who you know they taste it for me, and I say, "Does this taste like tripe?" And they say, "It's pretty close." Could do I get my eyesight yet? <laughs> I yield my time. No. Will this be in addition to your um, your Grubhub offerings of the Master Burger? I don't think you heard me. I yield my time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Senator. Then, Warren, is there any point in investing? I think we've established that the world is going to hell. I mean, there are investments beyond cash money. I've invested in a underground cave-heavy portfolio that I think will pay off you know, in the next hundred years or so, which I too intend to live to, even if conventional investments fall apart. There's always, it's always a boom market somewhere, you know, and if that's in caves, then I'll get into caves. Are you talking like precious metals? And- no, very literal caves. Um, I own half of the caves in North America. In oh. fact, uh, we're getting close to the point where you're not allowed to say the word cave without selling me a nickel. Okay. So, like, what about the stuff on federal lands? Are they caves? Yeah. Then I own half of them. (laughs) (laughs) So, the bad seeds are still free, but you own Nick Cave? People just ain't no good, is that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But to answer your question, yes. Nick Cave's the only one that comes to mind. I own half of him, I suppose. (laughs) A specific half? Top? No, okay. That's a good one to have okay. for a musician. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Most of the important bits. Yeah, I think I feel like top half might be more than half. I mean, I guess it depends like, on if you're dividing in half by utility or literally just like take a measurement cut in the middle. I always assumed half a share of a human would be a straight, straight vertical uh, you know, down the middle. See, that's why you got to read the contracts, because uh, if you don't specify, then we can get creative on our end. Does it have to be a contiguous half? Now, that is a wonderful question. Can you divide it by, like, inside-outside? I mean, if you want to get into, like, the atomic level, I bet most of us could stand to lose half of our atoms, and we'd still be somewhat functional. I was thinking more just, like, blood and bones versus skin and meat. Like 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 a condo. Like, (laughs) someone else. No, I have to go back to that last point. As an investor, why why would I want Nick Cave's skin and meat and leave aside <laughs> his uh, blood and bones? What, well, what no, might no, be the I, benefit? I, ju- I just assume that you would have invested in his blood and bone marrow and divested uh, Nick Cave of his skin and meat. I mean, if we want to get real technical... Does a musician need limbs? Because I think you could get like at least three quarters of the way to halfway if we just throw those out entirely. And then we can get into individual organs from there. Uh, you know, this this is taking a turn, by the way, wasn't the question, <laughs> I believe, about uh, the, the future of the Earth. Because this, this speaks volumes to the, the yeah. present of the Earth. <laughs> well, I mean... If you wanna, if you wanna make it to the future, you gotta make those investments now, right? Absolutely. Well, you I mean, you just don't want to tell us because you don't want us to know your investing secrets, do you, Mister Buffet? I think I'm being remarkably forthcoming about owning half <laughs> of a human being. 
But if anyone has any specific questions about my investments, I would be more than happy to address them here. Have you invested in meetables? Not yet. I think they sound horrifying, but I have not tried the product, and I will not render a final verdict until I do. Well, let me send a sample over. Is there a flavor you want to try? Not tripe. Can you list the flavors currently available? Bacon, ground beef, tripe, and veal. Ground beef. And I think Warren's established that it doesn't matter whether something's horrifying. <laughs> it doesn't really determine whether he'll invest I'm in it or to not. It. <laughs> Will people buy it? <laughs> I, I guess I... So Maybe jelly. I should just try one and find out, but are these like raw meats or cooked meats? Well, no, it's they're be je- cooked, right? They're jelly candies. They're just flavored that way. But they're flavored like the cooked meats, right? Well, we have two lines, right? We have standard meatables, and that is the cooked line, but we also have uh, meatables raw. So the flavor profile is actually the same, but we add a, like a gel center to give it a bit of extra juiciness. And that has its own unique flavor. Well, having heard that, I'd like to try one of the juice ones. But before you even send them over, how juicy are they? Because when I eat candy, I like it to be as juicy as possible. (laughs) It's basically like biting into a water balloon where instead of latex, it's meat flavored gel. (laughs) I mean, that's what every child craves. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you want to be messy when you're done (laughs) eating your candy. Was it a candy if it's not messy? Yeah, yeah. Warren, you're on the secret rich super fast delivery. Oh, uh, of course. Service, right? Yeah. Okay. I believe they should be arriving shortly. Oh, I found you. Yep. All right. All right. Entered in your information and sent. And here it is. Okay. So this is raw ground beef, correct? Yep. Okay. It's going to take a small bite. Just. Be careful if you take a small bite. They are designed to be... Oh, okay. Down the hatch, then. Yeah, otherwise the juice will stain your shirt. This is this is upsettingly juicy, which is exactly what I look for in a candy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can, Master, can we use... Master Beast, you have you have an investor. <laughs> can we use that as, uh, as our ad copy? Absolutely. Unpleasantly you, juicy? You slap my face and the unpleasantly juicy... L- slogan uh, wherever you see fit incredible thank you are we on a forum or something what i believe yeah was the prompt i was promised a free meal and so far i've eaten raw meat jellies <laughs> so hans i i posed the question and answered it myself that the the earth is not worth saving and it's time to think beyond that if you could go anywhere anywhere in the universe where would you go to get away from here i think i would actually come back to here after you all are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, by you all, you mean uh, us here in this room or everyone? Um, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> because we've all moved to a better place? Uh, no, um, because you're all, well, mortal. Uh, and I, I won't be, so I'll, I'll be around to witness the Earth after. I mean, if it helps, uh, meetables currently have no expiration date. Oh, perfect! I'll I'll have something to eat. I won't need food, but I, I'll I'll still have it, you know, for pleasure. It's great. How old are you, Hans? Oh, I'm 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 uh, somewhere between fifty nine and sixty. <laughs> it's hard to pin down. <laughs> and because uh, well, of all that time you spend in space and the relativistic stuff changing your birth date, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I, I don't really think in you know Earth years uh, anymore. 
I was doing some translating there. How is it that you know yourself to be immortal? Because I know that I will become immortal, so that effectively already makes me immortal. I can't argue with that logic. Wait, you plan to become immortal, or you know that you will by virtue of knowing the future? I do not know the future, but I do know that I will. It's inevitable that I will attain immortality. (laughs) You don't know the future, but you know something will happen in the future for sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes i do okay that's no, just to be clear i mean it, if it, in the sense that i'm not yet clairvoyant <laughs> not yet not, not yet but i'm not as sure that i will become clairvoyant but i am 100 percent certain that i will be <laughs> that i will not age beyond you know what what you would think of as as a 65 year old so do you want to tell us about your immortality plans or is that part of the problem you can't tell us if you want to be the only one we can't know if i told you too many details about how i would attain immortality then uh, no one would be able to attain immortality it's uh, it's not something we can all do i will say that meetables are a are a portion of that um, plan we do have a lot of preservatives in them so i've i've seen what you're what your team has been doing there and it is you're you're certainly on to something no we couldn't do uh what we do at bestula industries without uh the help of our partners uh muniz industries who have really helped us with the juice content of our raw meatables and so we're glad that you've noticed the uh the difference warren no hans <laughs> I could tell there was something special, and it, it does make sense that you've been working uh, with with uh, Frankie's crack team over there. Billy, what do you think of all this? You know a lot about the weather. I don't know, man. It feels like what with uh, you know how many storms they have going around these days, they're just not going to be able to grow enough feed to feed all of the animals to make the artificial flavoring for all of these meat-flavored candies. Like, it just doesn't make sense, man. Like, you just you, you look at the weather report. You Freaking Acapulco got wiped off the map just the other day. It's tragic. Terrible. It could happen anywhere. What's the weather report where you are, Billy? Darkness, mostly. Temperature-wise? Darkness, mostly. <laughs> right. That's good, because uh, one thing you that we can't really ha- see the thermometer very well. One thing we haven't perfected yet with uh, meatables is uh, the uncontrollable meat sweats that you get when you consume them. So it's best to be in a cool, dark environment while eating them. Mm, like a cave. Hey. Synergy. <laughs> this is what we're trying to do here today. Get the, Wait, get the what minds are we together. Trying to do here today? <laughs> that was never made clear to me. <laughs> He's bringing together the greatest minds of our generation for a summit. That's why I'm here. Generation and a man from outside the summit. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. And hey, also, we had four chairs. What are we supposed to do? Take the chair off the stage? <laughs> yeah. Still do you not kids. want to be here, Warren? I'm overjoyed to be here. Um, is this? Is there an audience in the summit? It's very dark in this room. I didn't realize we were co-located. <laughs> <laughs> It is it very dark. The echo in my headset. I mean, you know, yeah, they uh, did give us a discount on on the venue if we didn't turn on the lights or use any of their power. So everything's being fed in from outside, except for light. Hold on, let me do a reaction video to this. Okay, I don't, I don't understand. What did What's he that? do? 
Oh, I took a reaction video for my channel on uh, Is that like a, the simulation of before um, having your eyesight restored. Uh, I mean, there is a light on my face in the video, as you can see, if you go to WTube, but it's, you know, it's mainly just me looking with astonishment at this venue. <laughs> oh, so you, so you take a new picture every time for that, huh? Yeah. What else would I do? I mean, it looks like the exact same one to me. Well, I mean, you get into a groove, right? Of, you know, you, you learn how to make a face. <laughs> like your mom said, right? If you keep making that face, it'll freeze that way. Well, that's what happened to me. I'm quite impressed, actually. I'm able to successfully talk while still making that surprised face. <laughs> that's impressive uh, control. It's a lot of practice. There were definitely some rough years where, you know, I could only influence people with sounds that didn't involve my lips closing. So that meant like, you know, any M's, P's, B's, right out. You know, so vowels just, are okay. A lot of S's and T's. Just a lot of low guttural howling? No, like I said, as long as the, you know, the lips don't come together, right? Like, it's fine. Vowels are okay. Except for, you know, O's were kind of tricky because, you know, you got to use, you know, because you got to round those lips. So it just took a lot of practice. So they just sounded weird at first. I'm not sure I'm following. Do you think you could do an, uh, maybe an example, kind of a sample for us? Oh, yeah. Here, let me just upload a video to WTube and you can see what it looks like. Oh, wow. How are you doing? I am here inside this black, dark arena. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I can see how you skyrocketed to popularity with uh, <laughs> content like this. Yeah, there were a lot of links on uh 4chan at first uh sure really supportive for some reason but we certainly <laughs> we hit the mainstream on youtube and then we got too big to for youtube so that's why we had to move to wtube because it's you know double the youtube oh so that's why they call it that yeah it's their little joke i was just thought because it you know came before uh came before x my other favorite tube <laughs> i'm not gonna lie here I've never heard it spoken out loud before, and I always just assumed it was Omega Tube. And I've been pronouncing it Watube this whole time, so this has been a very educational summit for me, which I assume was the point of the summit. <laughs> I have heard it said VV Tube, and that that was kind of during the height of the Doge thing. Yeah, that well, that was when that movie The Vivitch came out, right? I think people just had kind of a, a fever for that sort of thing. So, uh, Hans. Remind me again what your claim to fame is. He's immortal. Yeah, I am immortal. But that that's not my current claim to fame. Well, we're all mortals here, so I don't see how it's that special to be immortal. No, e-mortal. E- e-mortal? Like, yeah. Like, is that like an emule? At Evan- Evanescence wrote that song about me. Yeah, it is like kind of like an e-mule, e-mortal. An e- in the sense that an e-mortal is immortal. Oh, is this like an uploading consciousness into cyberspace deal? Is that that the immortal you're talking about? Or is this oh, yeah, more literal? Oh, yeah, you explained it okay. you know, perfectly. It's exactly that. Just your standard uploading. Con- of course, there's <laughs> more to it than that. <laughs> so could we just control C, control V, you? you? You probably could, but the copy would not be um, perfect due to information limitations. Yeah, but does it really need to be that spot on if I'm just going to torture it for eternity? Huh. 
Where'd you find this guy, Charlie? <laughs> he I was mean- outside. <laughs> we we're talking about the weather. He said it was hot, and I agreed. Although, Billy, I do like to point out that when you were asked about the weather, you, you talked about <laughs> what it's like inside right now. <laughs> well, inside yeah, where do, where do you think <laughs> the weather is wherever you are? You oh, know, okay. Whether, whether the weather outside is, is colder or hotter or wetter is irrelevant. It's just your it's whether, experience. It's whether yeah. you feel comfortable. I mean, that's true. I've never thought about it that way. That's why you're here today. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that, that's some good insight. I don't really connect it to the thing about what you're going to do with my copy, but we don't have to dwell on that. Well, I mean, it's the Sims, right? You, what, what else are you going to do? Warren, what technology should we invest in? With all this talk of uploading consciousnesses. Conscious diet? No, consciousnesses. I would personally recommend a cave-heavy portfolio. <laughs> cave you, with computers you, or no computers? I I really feel like the caves are what it's all about. I mean, you can throw a computer in there if you want. There's not an abundance of electricity in caves, so you kind of keep got you got to get batteries and how you're going to charge the batteries. I guess solar panels. What happens when the sun burns out? I mean, caves. Caves are always there for you. That's why Buffet Industries has liquidated 90% of its holdings and really gone all in on the caves. I guess that does make sense on a, from a moral time frame in terms of caves uh, and their longevity. It can hold you out until, until you reach interdimensional phase. Then you see that the caves are just really just a blip in deep time. But you know, if I was looking for a short-term uh, profit, yeah. I think a cave-heavy portfolio would also. I just short-term. Are do you have any interest? Do you need a short-term? Uh, do you need money? Because if so, would you say you need both halves of your body? Because I could definitely be talked into, you know, uh, a contract that may include, you know, you keeping at least one half. I think in about five years, I probably could give you the whole thing if you wanted. I don't know uh, why you'd want meat at that point but you know we can do it on a i'd sell you those uh futures right now i i will send some folks over to write up the contracts as a current investor in meetables i think there may be a future for the human body trade people just gonna get tired of bacon at some point long pig always explore new flavors what would you say your favorite growth industry is these days mr buffet non-cave related growth industries uh i mean it can be cave if you're really excited about the caves but uh non-cave related if you don't mind sharing oh well that that is a trickier question growth industries growth industries are the caves growing i mean the caves are growing as they are the gro- weather becomes more extreme the the plate shift and you know the caves they're getting bigger not smaller i mean it's it's real estate you know Location, location, location. And as the world crumbles around us, underground is really the only place we can be happy. Are you in the cave creation business? Do you do explosives or is this only natural caves? I'm I'm really just trying to corner the pre-existing cave market. Mm-hmm. You know, once I have that under control, I mean, that's the cheapest way. When people start looking for caves, they're not going to be looking for new builds. They're going to be looking for, you know, classic caves, caves that have been around, caves that have shown that they're going to, you know, weather the worst of it. Have you gotten burned on any deals? Like, has anybody uh, tricked you into buying a tunnel instead? 
in a very literal sense, there has been some lava in some of the caves, and as I charge forward well, into each cave to kind of scout it out, there have been some incidents. But um, no, I, I mean, mean that's why you never ahead. dig up. <laughs> I mean, straight up, that's kind of expected. You know, fresh lava tubes are going to be a little bit warmer. Absolutely no. After after the initial five incidents, we did institute new uh, safety policies in which I am not the one who heads as fast as they can into the cave with a blindfold on. I now have people for that. God rest their souls. So, in summary, caves, Master Beast. I mean, with your with your meat products, you're you're really doubling down on the, the corporeal body market. <laughs> people fueling their bodies and eating and things like that. What happens if we end up getting the future more like Hans is imagining? Yeah, can I look forward to uh, a Meetables expansion pack for The Sims? I wasn't listening. What is Hans? <laughs> um, <laughs> He's the immortal one who wants to come back after we're all dead. Well, no, I get that, but, but what non-corporealness was he expecting? Oh, he's going to be a, he's gonna a, be a digital uploaded. form, yeah. <laughs> Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, uploaded. That's that's per- explains it perfectly. <laughs> then I'm going to pirate him and install him in my game of The Sims, and then take away the pool ladder. So we have talked a little bit with Frankie about bringing the Meetables line into the Munisverse, and part of that involves uh, digital recreations of the meat jelly flavors. We're still working a little bit on the sensation of the raw version. Um, the viscosity is still a little thick in the virtual version. It feels more like you've been sneezed on by a giant slug rather than the nice, cool, refreshing shower that you know people have come to experience from Meatables Raw in the real world. You pop it in your mouth and you bite down and you just feel, as you know, Warren, you just experienced it. You feel that juice just a burst of flavor in your mouth that threatens to escape from out your lips if you're not careful. It is upsetting and I'm once again excited to be part of it. Yeah, so we're still working a little bit on the technicalities of how that would feel, but we're relatively confident that Hans in the next... When do you think you'll be uploaded, Hans? Three years? Um, five maximum. Okay, well, definitely by then, uh, we're pretty confident that you should be able to experience the full virtual line of Meetables products, including our upcoming uh, escargot flavor. Oh, that would that would suit me perfectly. Yeah, so it's actually one of those weird things where in the virtual, the digital realm, because of the viscosity problems we were describing earlier, that is actually perhaps the most accurate whereas in like with as terms of like the thicker juice but whereas in the uh in the real world we're actually having the opposite problem where it's too thin and we really want that to just kind of coat the mouth and we want that flavor to linger forcefully uh, in the mouth despite how much you may try to swallow like we don't want that to disappear until it fully dissolves did that answer your question (laughs) oh yeah no that's I think it's very clear. And I think we, we've only touched briefly on your philanthropy. Um, uh, do you yes. think it's worthwhile to make life better for the people who are here right now? Yeah, no, absolutely. Dooms? Okay. No, no, it's absolutely better to make life worthwhile because if you give people hope, they're more likely to give you money. No, that's true. Right? Whereas people in despair, you know, they're no longer willing to buy meetables. 
if if they think they have nothing to live for, then they just sit there, not enjoying delicious meat flavored gel sacks. And really, I mean, like they say, you only live once, even if that once is forever. (laughs) They say that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they do, actually. And so we want to just rain as much life out of life as we can. We really just want to grab life and just shake it as hard as we can so that we feel something. And I think philanthropy is a great way to reach out to people and just physically shake them until they can see. Speaking of of sight, I mean, I think one of my favorite videos that you've done so far, certainly the most affecting, was the one where you paid for surgery for a thousand different people to give them their eyesight back. And then you only took back the eyesight from half of them. So it was like a net gain of about 500 people. The looks on their faces. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because we realized that, well, A, we want, just wanted to, you know, teach people a lesson about, you know, just the nature of philanthropy and how fair it isn't always being. (laughs) And plus we learned that, you know, if you, take those people who you've restored the site to their site is back and those eyes are there to be harvested and then you can successfully implant those into other people who have perfectly good vision and then now they have three eyes oh hmm. a uh, a triple threat if you will to to be clear the third eye is just ornamental right well so that was like the the second part of our video right where Half of them are ornamental, but half of them do, in fact, work. Did you harvest the optic nerve and associated brain tissue as well? Uh, No, we didn't, because we found that if you encase that eye in a special version of the bacon meatable raw, that it actually harnesses the psychic power of the person wearing it and allows them to see into the future. It effectively gives them clairvoyance we were the first ones to discover that Hans will live forever was through that project. Oh, so you two have met. I didn't know this. Well, we haven't directly met, but you know, by virtue of the fact that we're both very rich, we've obviously (laughs) moved in similar circles. We've never met until today, but our people have, have talked, right, Hans? Oh yeah. Yeah. We're all working towards the same goal. Yeah. The Hans singular singular immortality. We were calling it the Hansularity, but obviously some people had trouble understanding what that meant. Yeah. And by the time we reach the Hansularity, they won't have to understand. So to recap the video, because I know it was it takes a it's a little hard to wrap your head around the specifics, but you gave one thousand people back their sight, then took the eyes out of five hundred people, then presumably gave third eyes to five hundred people, two hundred and fifty of which are clairvoyant now yeah that's roughly right yeah and you fit all of that on the uh on the link image look we have top people With that surprised who know face the exact <laughs> yeah who know the exact way to harness the i don't know the terms yeah they, it's, it's a b testing this, it's a b testing yeah you know to to, to harvest like the exact moment that's going to get most people to click and I think they said like SEO and engagement and things like that. And I just said, look, I just filmed the videos. And they said, (laughs) you just keep doing that. And I said, well, that I can do. Yeah, there's always someone to write a snappy title. Like I created 250 Agathas from Minority Report. (laughs) 
Yeah, that one we worked that one for a while, but uh, it turns out kids really like. I think they call it the the Marvel Cinematic Unity or something like that. So I we were workshops some ways to like get that involved as well. What really helped though is that uh, Disney went ahead and on our suggestion purchased 20th Century Fox so that we could then say we created 250 Professor X's and people would know what that was because Disney now owned Fox. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas before, obviously no one knew who professor X was because you know, it wasn't a Disney property. So since we're here to talk about the future of the planet and you own 250 clairvoyance, do you think you could just put this issue to rest real quick? What, uh, what is the future of the planet? Um, is it, is it cave centric? I really hope it's cave centric. So, Part of the issue we have is that when those 250 clairvoyants got that third eye, their lifespan was reduced such that they unfortunately passed away within 90 seconds of installing the third eye. So we really only learned that Hans is going to live forever. They did describe that the future was very dark and damp. So that may indicate a K future. Uh, we can only hope, but it may also indicate that it was nighttime and raining. Before we could ask follow-up questions, they unfortunately had all either passed away or choked to death. Did you do the 250 surgeries simultaneously, or each time the exact same thing occurred? Initially, they were one by one, and each time the same thing occurred. We thought maybe if we did them all simultaneously, that they would form what they would call a uni-eye that they would be able to simultaneously see a way not only of what the future held, but also how to prevent their own death. That unfortunately did not work, but we did gain a new line of meetables out of that. So it was not a complete loss. Makes sense to me. Billy, our invited weather expert, what do you think of the future? Do you think it's nighttime? I think it's plausible that it could be nighttime and raining. (laughs) Nighttime and raining, not not a dark, damp cave. Uh, Does it rain in caves? I mean, it might. I don't know. They, they, yeah, it must. They got those, uh, those stalactite things. It's basically rain, hmm. you know, with all the dripping. Agreed. I yeah. mean, like- honestly, isn't the Earth just kind of in a cave of space anyway? You know, you look up in the sky and it's mostly dark, except for you know the the twinkling lights of bats staring back at you. <laughs> That's a stretch, but I like where your head's at. You know, having that's a very been, old view of the universe. I, you know, I respect that. Well, I mean, with the light pollution, it's a little bit harder these days. But look, man, I'm just a weather expert. I don't know what more you want from me, <laughs> Hans. How long will you be gone from Earth before you get to return and we're all dead? It's uh, kind of on a pretty, pretty long time frame. Well, look, what? How do you say it? It'll be. Uh, 35 Earth years. Hmm. Okay, but how long is that in regular years? Uh, thir- 35 years. Huh. So a baby that was born just now could just become president. How, how'd yep. you manage to do that conversion in your head so quick? You know, practice. Huh. Yeah, that's how long you'll have in the caves. So there will be caves. That is phenomenal to hear. <laughs> yeah, there will be. There are, there are, you know, there are caves. I mean, because you put a lot of money into these caves, Warren. I, quite literally, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> the, the remaining 10% of my income does go directly, in a literal sense, into caves. That is correct. <laughs> mm. 
Do you ever worry that you might end up flooding the market? Sure don't. Nope. <laughs> what happens if yeah. it rains? I had not considered that possibility. Hedge against inflation, really. You need to get some drainage in there. What I'm hearing is I should take the rest of my income and buy more caves. I don't think no, I heard at this point. I think the lesson is hard currency. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that paper money is going to get damp. Mildewy. You got you to gotta invest in gold ingots. Damp like a cave. Interesting. What was the point of this summit? <laughs> to bring you all I together. I was promised a meal. <laughs> I sent you a meatable. While upsetting Did you not me find juicy. it amenable? I found it very juicy, as previously established. But are these meal replacement meatables? Uh, they're more like supplements at this point. We don't advise people subsist solely on them because they lack certain key nutrients. All I'm saying is pretty much I'm 100% caves and potentially wet money. And if someone could give me a meal, I would deeply appreciate it. I mean, so I guess to answer your question, I, I don't know what the original purpose of this is, but we we found out how to feed the world through you. We we know that we're all going, we came from cave dwellers and we'll eventually go back to the caves and that the future only has one person. Not a person exactly, just a, a digital consciousness. I mean, I think that's a lot to have covered over the past 40 minutes or so. And they know Billy. Yeah, just a digital consciousness, that's all. Well, I mean, in layman's terms, which I am. I mean, if you'd care to elaborate for everyone, you're welcome to, but I won't understand it. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd say that about wraps it up for this edition of the Gobeski-Wallace Report Annual Summit. (laughs) Which means we have to do it again next year. Oh, no. Oh, good. (laughs) Well... We only have 35 more. <laughs> <laughs> I was your co-host, Doug Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. A special thanks to our four, well, I guess I'll say rich guests. We've got Warren Buffet, or Buffet, depending. Caves. We've got Master Beast. Juicy. Hans Niedersmith. I look forward to next year. And Billy, I guess I, I, I don't know if you're rich. I just kind of assumed, with your general attitude and disregard for uh, humanity. Well, I mean, I'm not rich in the monetary sense, but true richness comes from having great friends and also being intellectually superior to those around you. So in that regard, I'm definitely the most rich among (laughs) us here. That's what poor people tell themselves. And I was here, too. Briefly to start the oh, podcast. Yeah, Adam. It's me, Adam Gobeski. <laughs> oh, then I was quiet for the rest of it because I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> you were watching uh, Aqua Teen videos. <laughs> yeah, I watched some Aqua Teen. Some guests that were supposed to be here but uh, left at the last moment were uh, Paul Wilcox, Kevin Vredevogue, and, well, that's it. Because <laughs> I guess Adam and Doug introduced themselves. <laughs> Well, Paul, I reckon that about wraps it up for another episode of the Goveski Wallace Report. Yes, it does, but the fun doesn't have to end here. 
No? No. You can check out our other episodes at GobeskiWallaceReport.com. Do we have a social media presence as well? Yes, we do. I suppose it's probably, <laughs> what, Twitter and Facebook? Uh, we are on, on Twitter at GWReport. I guess that'll have to do for now. Yep, I guess so. I have a real question. I understand who Adam and Kevin were supposed to be. Who the f*** is Hans Niedermeyer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> whatever, the f- whatever his name was, is that a real person? Or no, are you just making no, something I make, up? I made that one up. I, I, was I supposed I to know Hans... that it was made up? I, does it matter? Does it matter? <laughs> I, I typed in Hans space, and that got me Han Kenningsman. Oh, <laughs> He was the vice president of flight reliability for SpaceX until his retirement in 2021. Wow. Um, His Wikipedia page says born 1963, age 59-60. So you were believing this was a real person. Yeah, I was like, Charlie's deep into the space bureaucracy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was like, all right, I got to think of a third person, but... Not Elon Musk, not Elon Musk, not <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk. It's just yeah, some other guy. Just kicked off the call. Yeah, by yeah, the no. way, Charlie, if you had done that, I would have just instantly disconnected and not come back. No, I was yeah. <laughs> he met Elon Musk uh, at a rocket launch in the Mojave Desert, where, where he's been captured by military spiders <laughs> in the Mojave Desert. <laughs> just to bring it back around.